Welcome to Nerdables episode 467. This episode, we discuss the fallout from the June movie overload. We discuss the new Superman. We discuss it may or may have not been a loss to the studio. We talk a little bit about Secret Invasion and Marvel and why they're not at Comic-Con. And we discuss Comic-Con itself. And is this the end of Comic-Con because of all the studios pulling out because of the strike? We go into all these details and much, much more on this episode of Nerdables. So this is going to be Nerdables episode 467, The Crack in the Wall of the Con. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm Ari. Joining me are Mike and Ethan. Hello, hello. And maybe Chris at some point? Maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Ah, so it's been over a month, almost a month. No? Yeah, a little over a month. Because it was May something. Yeah, it was like the first week in the May. Yeah, because it was right after Guardians mm-hmm. came out. Yep. So it's been, okay, not as frequent. No. <laughs> um, there's been a lot going on. We said that June was going to be very busy for movies, which it was, and box office numbers are obviously showing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's so funny is you see all these groups and everything talking about, Oh, well, you know, Indiana Jones is bombing because it's not doing that much money. You know, The Flash mm. is going to lose money, which we'll get into that. <laughs> um, you know, Elemental is not doing well because no one wants to go see a, a movie about a non-gender element, you know, that is very prideful of, of their, the, their inclusiveness and it just, that's what they're saying. Fox about news it? is trying to you know, do, it, do its thing where they're, they're you know, blaming LGBTQT plus mm-hmm. for, you know, and Disney for trying to be too inclusive instead of giving six year olds just want to go be entertained. They don't need to be taught about gender. They're not going to be taught about gender if they're not paying attention to it like that. I don't even, Adults I, pay attention to that trailer, shit. It has nothing that indicates that. No, it doesn't. You know, it's like every other movie, though. It has one little scene that's maybe like 10 seconds long or something, and then all of a sudden everybody freaks out. So that's yes. all it is. It's damaging my children. So don't take them to it. Yeah. You have the ability to do that. But, you know, it, it, unfortunately, it's getting lost in the shuffle of movies. Well, even yeah. Transformers. It's... Transformers has only done something like 300 million worldwide. Yeah, because everybody's tired of those movies. That's true, but you know it's very hard to tell with with the movies also right now because we have a Little it's Mermaid. That, I think I think it's because of the quantity of movies that are out just in the span of you know the last six weeks or so. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I was. That's what it's I was. My so point much was. out there, yeah, that people are not really spending that much money to go see the movies, especially because a lot of people may not have money. They're all worried about like a recession coming about. They're worried about cutting back on finances because everything's expensive. You don't have the opportunity to go see nine movies in the span of six weeks. Well, know? yeah, and they're all like summer blockbuster type type movies. Also, yeah, yeah, yes, that, and that was my point. It was uh, you know, but the one movie that's done very well is Spider Man across the across the Spider Verse, which mm-hmm. it's done six hundred million dollars worldwide. Yeah. 390, 339 in the United States. That's impressive. You yeah. Know, where, you know, okay, Elemental's been out two weeks. It's done 191 million. You know, 93 US, 98 international. That's not bad. No, not you, for an animated too. Especially since it's, you know, the Pixar movies have not been making billions of dollars anymore. No, ever since the recession, or ever since I, the pandemic. Right. 
I mean, I, I don't, you know, we, we had what? Make it red, go straight to. Yeah. Um, straight Disney to Disney Plus. Yeah, straight to Disney Plus. Soul was on both, I think. For very I think limited. so, because it was like one of the first ones to go. Right. Um, yeah, it was very limited right at the beginning. Yeah, and then we also had. Um, well, Luna was the first one made specifically for correct. Disney Plus. That, yes, that was made for. Or that was only going to be released there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, Encanto. Was onward was. Onward. Oh yeah, before that's right. Enough. That was the one. Right onward before. was right before. And that one did like Encanto. almost three hundred million, I think. But it it didn't. It wasn't one of the better ones. No. Either so. But see, that, that's where I'm going to get into right now is all of these movies. I should say a lot of these movies and these mm-hmm. franchises, you know, that are out this month that aren't quote unquote doing what other movies of their, you know, caliber caliber do little mermaid has controversy with it, you know? So it's not, I mean, it's done, I think around 500 million, mm-hmm. um, flash obviously has had issues, mm-hmm. you know, Indiana Jones has had issues. Pixar's had, you know, from the last movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're going, well, the last movie wasn't good. Right. And then, you know, Elemental, obviously, because it's, you know, well, the last couple Pixar movies, I, you know, I haven't really cared about. It's going to be on HBO, I mean, on Disney+. Plus. My, you know, my kids. Right. You know, for a movie like that, my, you know, it's mainly going to be 14 and younger, mm. I would say. Yeah. That are going to be very interested in that movie. 14 may be pushing high. But, yeah. You know, but you know my point. That demographic. Most of that demographic doesn't, it doesn't matter to them if they watch it now when it comes out into the theater or in 45 days no. or 50 days when it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Most kids don't really care about It's not like I've got to go to the theater to, yeah. to see this on the big screen. Mm-hmm. They don't look at movies like that. Right. Because they don't look at it as a, a money thing either. Right. So. You know, Indiana, seeing Indiana Jones on the big screen is something I would have to do because I, you know, I've seen them all. It's yeah. something I'm interested in, and it's the last one. So it's the last you're one. like, yeah, I saw four on the big screen, so I yeah. probably should see five on the big screen. Right. Uh, Transformers. You know, it's another one that's suffering. That franchise has not been very good. Mm-hmm. You know, Bumblebee was good, mm-hmm. but then this is looking more like the you know, if you if you're a mainstream person that doesn't know. The ins and outs, you know, the, oh, it's a different director. Oh, it's a different mm-hmm. writer. You know, oh, you know, they're trying to base it more off of the Gen 1 characters. Mm-hmm. All they're seeing is transforming robots that look similar to what they saw in five other movies. Mm-hmm. It's you know, the same thing. Count Bumblebee. The visual effects are what makes those movies, but it the story right. it starts to Whereas fumble. something like Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. the first one, was amazing, pun intended. Everybody loved that movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. So why not go see the second one? Right. You know, people. Oh, the first. I love the first one. Yeah, I'll go see the second one. And it's something a little different too. Correct. It's not just Peter Parker because we've seen tons of Peter Parker movies. So now it's Miles Morales. Between, between that and the the announcement of like having so many different Spider Mans, I think that just piques the curiosity of everybody. Is like. Oh, I want to see the other Spider-Mans from all the different universes and stuff. Right. And see what they came up with. So it, it had a marketable fact mm. or a marketable idea to make people interested. And then, like Rich was saying, it's the first one was great. 
So people are, you know, more likely to go see it because they say, oh, well, the first one is really good. If it's the same team, then the second one's probably going to be good. And then it's going to be the same for the third one. Right. People are going to be interested to see the third one because they enjoyed the first two. Mm-hmm. What do you think the top grossing movie of 2023 is so far? So far. I'm trying to remember what the hell else mm-hmm. came Super out. Super Mario Brothers? Yep. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers is $4.5 billion. Billion? That's billion. Wow. Jesus. What do you think? $4.5 billion? Total gross. $4.5 billion. It is number one for 2000, uh, 2023. How much did Endgame make? As in dollars? I'm looking at Box Office Mojo, <laughs> and it's got for 2000, uh, maybe, wait. So you're telling me wait, that? Wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> okay, it says, to, here's the, it says, here's the categories. Total gross, a year, the total gross, uh, percent to LY, releases average, Right. The number one movie that they're showing right now for 2023 is total gross is four point five five one two zero two eight six three eight. That's that goes to the billion dollar. So it's four hundred fifty two thousand. So Super Mario Brothers has doubled the highest grossing movie of all time in Avatar. Okay, so oh yeah, that makes sense. But, I don't think so. No, no, no. That, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at this, and, I, and I, the reason I'm saying that this is weird how they have it written, because it shows three. Uh, I think this is the total amount for the year of for the entire all films. Oh, better. all box office. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that okay. makes more sense. Yes, because if you if, if you look at 2023, okay. Like, there's no way. I mean, there's no way Super Mario Brothers is that good that it made that much money. Well, I know. That's why, because I'm looking at it, because the top grossing movie for 2019 is Endgame, and they have the total grosses listed as $11 billion. That's not, so that's got to be the Yeah, that has to be the entire. That's got to be. Uh, that's stupid. What do, you think the high, what do you think the highest grossing movie of 2020 was? I don't even remember what the hell came out in 2020. 2020 was the pandemic. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, Wasn't it the like Suicide Squad or something like that? Bad Boys for what? Life. Oh yeah, Bad right. Boys for Life. That's right. I forgot we've we've mentioned that before. That is the craziest thing. It was whatever came out like in February because that was the last thing people really went and saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's the last thing anyone could see because we were shut down through the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no. So I I don't think. We, we've talked about this because of the pandemic, mm. because of the prices of things now, because of the accessibility of things. Mm. Meaning, if I wait, you know, if, if I'm a pa- family of three, there's no rush, right? If I'm, if I'm a family of three, you're a family of three, mm. it's at least $45 just to get in the theater, right. Then on top of that, you're spending another $45 for popcorn and whatever else if you're going to get that. Mm. Sit in a theater where, yes, you're getting a big screen, but even like Indiana Jones mm. yesterday, the, fam- the, the family on one side of me, you know, the older man's the whole time. 
You know, on the other side of Beth. Is that next to Harrison Ford? Yeah, that right. Was he grumbling about the fuck? The no, movie? he's just. Oh, this is so, you know, like this is so good. Oh, oh. oh look, he's putting he's putting uh, alcohol oh, in his coffee. Sweet That's shit. what you're supposed to shut do. Up. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, oh that f- makes it so. Oh, like, shut, shut up, up, dude. God. And on the other side of Beth, there was a man with her, you know, his son. That uh. he obviously, he's like twelve or so, ten or something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he was, you know, saying things, you know, about, oh, yeah, yeah Indy, you know, da, 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 that. Mm-hmm. Or, look, they made a reference to, you know. Ugh, it's like, Jesus, shut oh, the fuck shut up. shut the fuck up. I mean, you even, didn't do any of that to, to Bella? Any. I did. Bella wasn't there. She oh, yeah, that's her. right, to Beth. One time I did that to Beth, mm. but I don't think it was about, oh, look, that was done in a pre- previous movie or mm-hmm. something. It was, it was, oh, it was, it, it was. The references to uh, one of the other ones. No, to to uh, his son. Oh, Shia. Uh, yeah, I almost said Jet, but it's not Jet. Mutt. Mutt. Jet. Jet's uh, Lucas's. Oh yeah. But uh, there was you know they they had a picture of him up there with his mm. you know they had Mutt up there with Henry Senior in a picture frame. Oh okay. And I thought that was really cool. Yes. Sure. Father and son. Yeah, sure. Um, but didn't they, you know they made more of a reference a little bit later to mm. to Mutt, and it actually kind of plays into where Indy is within his life at that point. Okay. I thought that was really cool to do mm. because you're not you're you're taking out this character that no one likes, right? But you're staying true to the character. For what you know, for, for Indy, yeah. you're giving the fans what they want by not having him there. Anymore. Yeah, 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 but you still have to address it. And I thought they did a very, very good job with that. Indy kills him, right, and then leaves him. <laughs> That's what the Dial of Destiny. He kills him, leaves him as an artifact he, or an archaeological dig. And goes, you know, cracks up with his chest with it. And <laughs> does that, oh, come on! Oh, it just brings it all together. Yeah, because uh, he never, he, he never actually, you know. And Mutt's heart is the diamond that yeah. they're fighting for at the beginning of Temple. <laughs> but see, you know. Well, that's, that's the opening scene of the movie is you just see a hand pop up on the screen with a heart that's beating. And he's like, sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. He, he, he was never really over that. You know, he's for the last 40 years. He's been the, controlled he's been by. controlled. Uh, oh, come on. That's not more interesting than Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> right there, that fun little thing we just did was way more interesting than the Crystal Skull. It's there you go. I get. Here's the thing with that movie. Your MacGuffin. There's not. You, you have to be careful what MacGuffins you're going to use if you're using Central and South America. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got because the the culture there was so <sighs> metaphysical. You know, they they believed in. This is so much of the supernatural and that there were worlds within worlds. Yeah, the mind. Yeah, the Aztec mind culture. Then, yeah, exactly. Incans. So if you're you know if you're going to stay true to the to the area where you are, mm. then sure it's got to be something like that. You know you could well, use yeah. space aliens and things and things like that. You know especially since you know they had him set in the time when Area Fifty Two was all the rage. You know which wouldn't you know and. That crystal skull could have been an alien, mm-hmm. you know, but it's also right on the nose, you know, and the family, family, and the fans would have been like, "Well, I guess that back when they first announced it, mm-hmm. you know, that's stupid." 
Couldn't they come up with something better than you? And they could have just used it. Why couldn't they have been transdimensional beings? That would have been so much cooler. What does it matter? These Nazis in two movies, the same protagonist. Three. Or antagonist like that. Three movies. In three? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, and uh, Crystal Skull. No. Crystal Skull the fuck are this what? movie. Have you oh, in, in the, the new one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was talking about the other two, but oh, I wasn't talking about the new one. Oh, yes, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it, 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 I, to me, it was the Indiana Jones movie. We didn't know we needed, mm. and if they truly do not do anything else with Indy, mm. it was a very, very good wrap up. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I've heard other things too that it wasn't, but like, <laughs> yeah. like not necessarily a wrap up, but a good aspect wise, but I didn't, they didn't go into detail. So I don't know. It's all yeah. obviously subjective. So. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I, you know, the deep fake is the deep fake. Um, I don't want to say it because I don't want to put. That's fine. I, no, because as soon as, if I say it, mm. it'll be blaring to you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to say what it is. I don't even want to reference it. That's fine. But remember I said that the that next time we talk about deep it. Deep fake and yeah. a reference? Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, obviously he, they show him, you know, either flashbacks or back in time or whatever. You know, what, yeah, because you see young Harrison Ford. You and, see it in the trailer. Yeah. So I, what I was telling you is nothing that you haven't seen. Right. That's why. Dial of Destiny, for God's right. sakes. But I don't want to say anything more about it. Okay. What, you know, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Yeah. Because I don't want to... Cause, it will be. It's, yeah. it's, Have you seen it yet, Ethan? No, I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen Guardians yet? Nope. Oh, fuck have you I seen know. the back of your hand yet? I have. I'm sure you have. Right now. Oh, I thought you'd seen the front of it. Well, there. the front of it, you know, there's probably so much hair on it he hadn't seen skin in years. <laughs> See, even no. reference, when seen. we were kids, there was a there was a <laughs> old wives' tale that if you jack off too much, you grow hair on the palm of your hands. Oh, is that right? Um, good thing that my hand, there's no hair on the palm of my hand. It's oh. just everywhere else. Oh, lo- lovely. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Rogaine. It's, just... Everything, it's everywhere else but the top of his head and his hands. <laughs> just rub it. Next time, just rub Very it on much. your head. <laughs> just, next time you shoot off, just start rubbing it on the top. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Catholics. Oh. Um. <laughs> Wow. Well, it's funny because you and I are Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this, you know, yeah, this month is a, is a good and bad indicator of what the future of the movie theater or what the movie theater business is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you had, I think, way too many movies that were viable to see. In a short amount of time, because if you look at the rest of the summer, you know, there's some big hitters, but they're spread out. Yeah, I think the closest two are Barbie and uh, Oppenheimer. And, you know, even those two are still spread out. You know, I think they're they're spread out. No, they're releasing the same day. Are they? Those two are releasing the same day. The, The running joke is people are like, hey, do I have to see Oppenheimer first to understand Barbie or vice versa? So. Oh God, that is kind of funny. I didn't realize they were the same day. I thought I thought yeah. that, um, I thought Oppenheimer was like the fifteenth, the week of Comic Con, or week before Comic Con. No, if I remember correctly, they come out the same day. Oh, interesting. 
I mean, they're two completely different movies. <laughs> you think well, the audience is two completely different types of audiences. You would think that, but there's a lot of people that I keep hearing and going, I want to see this movie. I don't know why I want to see this movie, but I want to see it. Yeah. Well, I think that's the, that's the brilliance in the marketing is it's just so over the top. Everybody's just like, it seems like it would just be a fun movie, but I feel like it's going to be one of those uh, just trope type movies where, you know, someone who lives a sheltered, protected life finally goes out into the real world and learns value in something in the real world or something like that. That sounds you know, like those, the, what that's what the movie movies. is. Yeah. So they yeah. actually Oppenheimer and Barbie do come out on the same day. It's the 21st. It's that Friday mm. of Comic-Con or Thursday of Comic-Con. You know how they did. Hmm. Speaking yeah, of cool. Comic-Con, oh, there's going to be some changes. Well, not really changes this year, but there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot mentioned. less. It's going to be more about the comic books this year. Yeah. With the with the Writers Guild strike and yeah, the, yeah. the SAG strike getting ready to happen, mm-hmm. you're not going to get any of your, you know, your, your people down there unless it's going to be for a signing. You know, the studios can't bring... I don't think the studios can bring them down contractually. But The actors not, or... Yeah. Without having, you know, through... Sa- you'd still yeah, have to pay sense. them, you know, part of their salary. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it's a separate contract. Um, um, but they're not going to be there this year anyways. Because of the strike and studios all being in flux right now of when they're going to be able to start shooting again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny is, you know, Marvel said, all right, we're going to put Deadpool 3 out next year, right, in the May slot mm-hmm. instead of November. You know, and all these other things are being put on hold. People start going, yeah, all right. You know what that means? It means that Dare, Daredevil, Daredevil, it means that Deadpool is so much better than the rest of the stuff that they're getting ready to put out that they're moving it forward because, you know, they got more faith in it. And they need to get... Oh, that's a dumb way to look stupid. at it. Because here's, a, here's one of the things with, with Deadpool that they don't realize. About a third of the principal photography mm-hmm. was done right at the beginning of the writer strike. Which meant there was no writer on set. Which meant that they had to go with whatever was in the script word for word. Mm. Ryan Reynolds couldn't even change you know, couldn't improv, improv or anything like that. Because they can't, you know, it's changing the script. It's rewriting the script. So that's, um, that sucks because I would have just then waited and like, all right, we can't do this. So Right. But mm-hmm. they also said we're so close. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's not that, it wasn't that much. Mm-hmm. It's so close that. It's not going to affect it. It, it may really? not affect it, but it's also, we got, you know, we got to get this one finished. Before because, the actors strike? Yes. Pretty much. Before, before we, this gets worse because, you mm-hmm. know. We're gonna have other movies that we can't start filming. Right. That we need, you know. So we're gonna need Marvel's gonna to need to have something to put out there. When they don't need it, they have plenty they of money, so to. they're yeah. But I mean, Disney, you know, Disney doesn't need Marvel to come yeah, out. Yeah. Marvel does. Uh, the way I think is, Marvel does need it to come out before they start getting too backed up. True. Because we're gonna get if things keep the way they are, we may get a mo- a year where we get six Marvel films. Ugh. And whatever shows that they were going to do. It's just because it was all backed up. Just so they just release it all. Up. Yep. Yeah. That is... Yeah. That's a lot. 
Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and that's where the fatigue comes from. Exactly. It, that, that, that's exactly. that's where it sours on the general public. But the problem, too, that Disney kind of owns everything. So you're like, well, you know, if Marvel doesn't come out, Disney doesn't come out, you know, Fox isn't doing anything, you know, Lucasfilm right. isn't doing anything. It's like, well, you have really nothing else. Yeah. Because they're the ones who are, you know, producing all the content essentially because there's barely any other studios that are doing anything. All all pretty much the big box office content, yeah. Yeah. I mean like you have I mean, yeah, you have <laughs> Universal and Sony and all that stuff, but they're not really doing anything. Yeah. And you know, Disney owns everything else, so it's like, well, if Disney isn't putting out anything, <laughs> anything big neither are the others. Anything big. Because yeah, yeah. Universal does yeah. have you know, Fast and Furious. Um, Sony still has their Spider Verse and uh, Ghostbusters that are their two big ones. <coughs> and Warner Brothers has you know everything else. Yeah, but I mean, you think about all these uh, big companies; <coughs> they're putting one to two movies out a year right. versus Disney putting out ten. You know, under all the banners that they have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ten. Ten's mild. I think Disney's already put out ten films. Well, I'm just saying as an example. I mean, it's like yeah. these other ones are in comparison the ratio, to all the movies yeah. that are coming out in a year are putting out, you know, 10% of the content versus Disney putting out 90% of it. Yeah. Okay. And there's still talk that Apple might buy Disney. Ugh. It, it, and it's even been heard around uh, yeah, the different... Huh? That's not going to happen. It's been heard around the different departments that, you know, there's been some... Mm. Rumors and talk. That's so dumb. That'd be dumb to sell in my eyes. Apple's a $3 trillion company. I, I understand that, but have some autonomy. Sure. But, I mean, I know they probably leave them alone. Oh, totally. But sort of like how Disney relatively leaves Marvel alone. Right. But, I don't know. Um, Stop being greedy, you dumb bastards. Are either of you watching Secret Invasion? I haven't yeah. watched this week's. I watched the first one. It's definitely slow. It's slow, but have you noticed there has been not been a lot of marketing campaign for it? Because it's secret. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And if you look around yeah. town and stuff, there's no billboards. Because they've had yeah. so many movies that they've had to put billboards yeah. You know what the funny thing is? You know what you want to know what their marketing campaign is? I just saw this the other day. So like in news broadcasts, in Los Angeles, I know, especially because they, this is what they post about. Mm. Like KCLA 5, the news channel, mm. are making up fake news reports and having scrolls in the background. As they're changing. I've never so like, seen that. No? I saw a video about it the other day, and it's like basically they're, it's like, okay, and we're going to go to Jim who's reporting in front of so-and-so restaurant about, you know, this food that's, you know, going to be a new viral or whatever. And so mm. the guy is out there pretending to be a reporter and he's uh-huh. just like talking. Mm. And then you see a scroll walk into the restaurant from behind, like, in, like it's huh. a background character. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. That's, yeah, that's they, funny. They've been doing stuff like that is what I've heard. Huh. To, you know, but I haven't seen it myself other than the video. That's almost similar to like when Smile was doing its campaign. Oh, they totally. put... Pick, Put people mm-hmm. out in the like, oh, they're sitting yeah, right the behind. Yeah, the baseball right. games and the dudes just stand in there smiling. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mask on and stuff. Yeah, or yeah. they they're just smiling itself. They, they, it, had, it, they had some that were smiling, and then some they had like a, this mask. Oh, I didn't know that smile mask. Yeah, because uh, I saw a couple of those because they had hoodies on with it. Uh, okay, and it actually looked more like the purge. 
Yeah. Or maybe they did do it for the purge. I think they probably did something with the purge too. I think so. Maybe yeah, I remember for maybe smile, I'm the two. For smile, they were wearing t shirts that said smile and it was just people smiling. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. okay. That's what it was. And then the purge they had a couple And people of... are like, What the hell is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Until they're told, Oh, it's for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, those are that's I mean it's a great marketing campaign because it makes you wonder what the hell is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just if you put on a baseball game and you have a couple scrolls sitting there. Oh, yeah. Is there makeup? Because people will be looking at them and paying attention to them, mm-hmm. you know? And just put them in, like, they're trying to fit in with, like, like a foam finger yeah, and exactly. jerseys <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. And people will be like, what the hell is that? And then you show the commercial, mm-hmm. you know, on TV. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're going, especially during the game. Right. Because, you know, even the people that are at the game that are sitting back there mm-hmm. that are recording it so when they get home they can watch themselves. yeah. yeah. Oh look, they're at you because know, people do that. Yeah, they do like the, the kiss it, cam, and then they'd go, like that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, the kiss that'd be, cam would that'd be perfect. Funny. Yeah, yeah. This, this, that would be see, Disney. I know you're listening because you have copied some of these <laughs> things we've talked about. <laughs> um, and I know Warner Brothers does too because they hired James Gunn right after we said it, <laughs> or Chris mm-hmm. said it. Um. No, that'd be a brilliant marketing campaign, and you can do it with just about anything. Oh yeah, especially nowadays with it yeah, just deep fake anything though too to make. Thing. It. Oh yes, you could also deep fake it. Yeah. There, I think there's one thing that you could you could do for marketing that would not work, and people wouldn't realize that you're doing it. Porn. <laughs> I was going to put Star Wars characters in mm, the movie, like, you know, in the the game at the games and like stuff. aliens. Or just aliens like, or even troopers or whatever, or like Ray or whatever. Yeah, people are going to just oh look, they're dressed up as Star Wars. Is it Star Wars night? Did well, we, did yeah, we do this on Star Wars night. Yeah, you know because it's so yeah common. because I think they've done that uh-huh. before for campaigns. Yeah, look, look. When I was so. a kid, that you know there was a Darth Vader. Somebody we had a school function, right? Mm. And, and like. They used to do bake sales and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So they'd open up the school and different rooms would have games and activities. You know, you'd go in and there'd be one that's the, you know, a cake run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're basically playing musical chairs yeah. for a piece of cake. Yeah. Or a, a whole yeah. cake. Right. Or pizzas and things like that, you know. Yep. So then at one point they brought everybody into the gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Turned off all the lights. And all of a sudden you see... You know, and it was, back then it wasn't a lightsaber like you, you right. know, now, Disney and everything. But it was all of a sudden a red light. You know? mm-hmm. Like and a flashlight with a tube on top. Pretty much. <laughs> and a real looking Darth Vader suit coming in with smoke behind it and everything. Oh, like that's that. cool. And mm. I, you know, I was like, oh, my God. You know, this is like amazing when they did it. Then my dad had gotten in touch with it, the, the person that had it. And you know, he happened to be part of a group. Mm. So for my birthday in I want to say second grade mm-hmm. he had the Darth Vader guy and some of his other friends that were dressed up in costumes come to my school oh, my classroom cool. and Darth Vader came after me yeah <laughs> you didn't see costumes you know cosplay back then right you mm-hmm. know so you didn't know you're so like oh. Darth Vader <laughs> Was chasing me, <laughs> you know. The kids, second graders, were screaming that's because awesome. the man we saw, that's the most you know horrific villain mm-hmm. at that time, 
was live and in person and chasing a kid. That's cool. <laughs> Little did we know that Anakin killed a bunch of kids later on. Right. <laughs> which now makes it even more terrifying. That's awesome. Now that's where the trauma comes in. <laughs> There's, people go, you guys are going, oh yeah, that explains so much more. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, one, I, I really, at one point I want to write my biography. I know people probably would never read it, but my God, there's got to be some crazy shit in there. <laughs> um, hey, Beetlejuice 2, they showed that they're, they're building the set. That it's actually happening. Well, I saw, uh, didn't we see a picture of Winona Ryder? We saw him, and, yes. In her Lydia Dietz his... hair, which is not the way it ended in the first one. It was back to what it was at the beginning of the movie. That's her daughter, I think. No. No, it wasn't. In, it, uh, in that pic, well, the still that I saw, she was like sitting in a car or whatever, and she had the hair like. Oh, uh, her, uh, you mean Winona Ryder as, as, as Lydia. As Lydia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, uh, I thought you meant the little girl that they they cast. Well, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen oh, anything beyond that picture. So maybe that was something that <laughs> that was just I knew because of casting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a they they like about what Lydia's age was, or a little bit lo- younger. Okay. <clears throat> and I think that she's I, I I could almost swear it's her daughter because they kind of had her dressed in the same you know jumper and everything. Wouldn't surprise I me. The same school. It would make perfect sense because. Uh, What's his name is having his daughter in a trailer that I just saw. Oh no! In uh, Justified, yes. Timothy Oliphant is actually a daughter is in that show. That's so. nice. That's cool. Yeah. No, so, I, I don't mean that's Winona Ryder's daughter. Oh, I mean, just Lydia's, Lydia's daughter. daughter. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. Uh, well, uh, okay. Okay. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say they're the two. They're the same person. <laughs> I know what you mean now. Yeah, you, oh, you were, yeah. yeah. I, to, I was yes. like, as character wise, I was like, they're the same person. But I thought it'd been cool if you had it where Lydia had died, or of course that could be the big twist at the end. Yeah, <laughs> she could be dead. dead. It's this all takes place in the dead world yeah. instead. Um, mm-hmm. or her, you know, or her daughter, you know, is trying to con- get back in touch with her mom. Yeah. And she's dead, you know. And so, you know. Well, she says Beetlejuice three times, and Lydia shows up. <laughs> He's the new Beetlejuice. No, no, so no, you no. did marry Beetlejuice? <laughs> no, no. The idea is that she, her mom died. She wants to find her mom in the dead world because she knows about the dead world. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't know how to get in touch with her. So the only way she can get in touch with her is Beetlejuice, and it's mm. Beetlejuice and Lydia's daughter trying to find her in the dead world. Hmm. Don't say it again. <laughs> you have to say it unbroken, at least according uh, to the musical. Okay. I just don't want to see that. Yeah, it's okay. going on in uh, Pantages. Right yeah, now. I know. <clears throat> we saw six. Yeah, I remember you saying. And you guys saw Mulan or something. What was the last no. thing you saw? Uh, last thing we saw was at uh, the Civic Arts uh, Fiddler. No, I meant at Pantages. Uh, oh, Ambrose and Ellie saw Mulan Rouge. Oh. I haven't uh, seen anything at the Pantages since Aladdin. Oh, that's been a while. Yeah. Um, I saw, actually, I saw Aladdin at uh, Hyperion. Oh, yeah. Where Rogers is playing. <laughs> that is so much fun. Uh, I'm so glad they did that. 
Once again, we know Disney was listening because we sat right here the night after the, or the night of that Hawkeye episode mm. doing a podcast, and Chris said they really need to make that as a musical. As much as you think and then that I said, <laughs> you know, if you put it at DCA at the Hyperion, I said you could run it all the time, and then you don't have to worry about trying to produce something that's going to be a bomb, you know, or, or maybe a bomb. Because no one gets it or understands what you know. Well, you started out there, and right. then you move it to right. Pantages and yeah. nationwide. Yeah, and that's where you make sure enough. Money. Rogers the musical opened this weekend at Disneyland <laughs> at DCA, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's exactly what you think the entire thing is. Uh, you know, from Hawkeye, minus one little thing, and I'm not going to mention it on the air. It's just all about his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did they make that reference in the Hawkeye one? Because they don't do it in this, and I know why they don't do it in this because it's a Disney, you know, it's at a Disney park where kids. are Well, there. yeah. No, I don't think it was in Hawkeye. No, I don't yeah. remember hearing that like a joke like that. Like that's America's ass. But yeah, but doesn't it also show up in Ant Man or something? Like the, the there's like a trailer for it, you know a little he passes a window or something or oh Rogers yeah. Maybe, uh, probably. Where it show, you, I you, think so. In Quantum Mania, you've seen Hawkeye is the the battle of New York scene, mm-hmm. right? But don't they show him like standing on stage singing like with Peggy or something? You know, you see another clip of it in Quantum Mania, or in one of them. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I have to go back and look at the stuff yeah. and see. Like I thought they, I thought there was one other reference to it. Mm. And maybe when he's reading his book or something, doing the narration of his book, possibly in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, he may have made mention to it, but I don't remember off the top of my head. I'd have to go back and see it. Right. It is funny that the fact that that book exists now, that was, that's the other thing. That was my point. It was, here are two things Mm -hmm. that were fictional. Right. That were, you know, you, when you're doing it, you're not creating the whole musical. Right. You know, you're not writing the entire book. Right. You're writing the passage that he's reading. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. For these two things to exist, and you can go purchase and go see, mm-hmm. it tells you how in, how how wonderful Marvel Studios is. It expands the universe in little ways totally. that you don't have to. It doesn't matter whether you see it or not. Exactly. And you know what I would do? If, if I was writing the Ant-Man book, mm. I would have put in parts, you know, I would have sat down and watched Endgame again and all these things. And when he's not on screen, mm. but he's there, I'd be putting that in there. Like something that, from like, a certain point of view? Right. Yeah. Like, you know, or like something that happened and you're telling you what was going on. While, or even like in Berlin, you know, when Avengers versus Avengers. Mm. Mm. When Ant-Man's not on the screen because you're, you're watching Cap or you're watching Spidey and Bucky and everything. Right. Just focuses on his fight. It focuses on his fight. Yeah. You know, like that makes sense. Right in the middle, yeah. of the, you know, when I was battling, you know, uh, I'm sure that's in there. Yeah, it's if you're not doing it, whoever wrote it, because it's just really a com- out. it's a com- it's a comedy book basically, right? Because it's Paul Rudd, so right, and and because it is, you know, man, and his and his humor, you could have him, you know, sitting there talking to Hawkeye or Hawkeye. They were on the same team, talking to um, War Machine, mm-hmm. you know, about. 
just whatever. Oh my god, I saw you. I can't believe I'm battling you. You, I saw you when you were fighting the extremists and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, you could do that. You know, it's all self-referential, right? In the in right. universe. You know, I was like, I tried to crawl up, you know, Thanos's ass, <laughs> but you know, it was just the smell was so bad, I couldn't do it. I was going to die before I got in there. <laughs> Which, by the way, they did address that. Um, why he doesn't, why he didn't do that mm. on the cruise. Uh, I think I remember you saying, yeah, I saw the video on the that video, one. The video, because they said, I know like, y'all, you people all, out there. First of all, ew. First of all, ew. And second of all, do you know how much of a mess that would have made? <laughs> well, I, I love that uh, Evangeline she cuts really him cuts him off as he's trying to explain like the, the mechanics of how to make it work. Yeah. He's like, well, if I was going to do it, I was going to, well, we don't need to go into that. <laughs> if they've like seen the boys, they just figure something oh, similar. God. God, the yeah. oh, oh God. Oh, I saw that. that apparently was... next season is going to have something that's going to make that seem tame. Apparently. Oh, oh yeah. So they said they, they got permission from Netflix, from Amazon to, to do, the, do something, take it further. Jesus. Yeah. Like almost X-rated? That pretty much was X-rated. It's like, how do you, you know, first of all, they they built a 25-foot penis or something for him to walk into. Second of all, and then they blew it. (laughs) Second of all, how do you, what's worse than that? I don't know. Unless you're going. I guess we're going to have to find out once. Season four comes out. The the only thing that's worse than that is if he crawls up a kid's nose or something and it blows up the kid's head. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I mean, I don't know if do that. Because you can't go back to an animal now. Because that's not gonna be worse than crawling up some dude's penis and blowing up. Mm. You know? You'd have to know what the hell's in the comic. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. I never read it and I'm not going to. Um there's a there's supposed to be a spinoff too for uh, the boys. Mm. I'm sure Ethan yeah. knows all about that because that's you know next to Henry Cavill that's his <laughs> his big things. Ethan, do you want to talk about do you want to talk about Henry Cavill and his lookalike? Oh, you mean the uh, Great Value Superman, <laughs> Walmart brand Superman? <laughs> I love that when I put it in the in the thread. Look, Ethan's new boyfriend. <laughs> Well, I, I like Walmart's Superman or Walmart <laughs> Henry Cavill. No, I said I don't like Great Value Superman. Superman. Uh, yeah, there's not much to say for him, you know. He he's got the look for sure. I don't know he's how his acting is. I haven't heard of him. I haven't uh, I haven't seen anything that he's acted in, so I don't know how his acting is. I just lost his but name. They, the casting for Lois Lane was good. Yeah, um, I think that is Rachel Brosnan. She fits that. She fits that role pretty well. Pretty fabulously. Uh, sure. You don't but, know why I said fabulous? Yeah, I, I do. I do. Because she's the fabulous, marvelous. I was about to say, it's marvelous. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. Fabulous. David Corn Sweat. David Corn Sweat. That's his. He's gonna be sweating. Yeah. <laughs> when Ethan gets a hold of him. Mm, oh God, no! <laughs> I told 
the, were you were you part of the thread, Mike? When I said the the very next thing was this just in new casting news for Netflix's Witcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, for Witcher? I thought you said it was for well, uh, for Superman. Superman. No, I said he was cast as Superman. Ah. and this just in now he's he's taking over Witcher because mm-hmm. he's going to be everything that you know. Oh, because Cavill's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then yeah, I thought, wow, you can do budget budget. Henry Cavill. I thought, wow, you can do some flashbacks. Up and up frame. You can do some flashbacks, and you don't need the deep fake for Henry Cavill with him. Which is funny because I just started watching The Witcher, the new season of The Witcher. Yeah. Right yeah, before, right before we, I'm still on the first episode. I literally started it like 30 minutes before we started recording. Uh, I need to watch the other Liam Hemsworth thing. What? Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. The bane of Ethan's soul. <laughs> the pain of the soul. The bane. Good for good for him. You know, he's getting uh, Samara, we- Samara Weaving's in Superman. So we're not gonna. This this is the last season of The Witcher for me. So, and yeah. he's such a. Oh, is this the last one with Henry Cavill in it? Yes. Uh, yep. I'm not getting much. My boyfriend's not in yet. I thought it was. Or, I thought it was already supposed to have Liam Hensworth in the whole season. No. no, is that the next no. season? It's because three was done a he's while taking ago. Over, yeah. yeah, he's taking over Geralt. So <clears throat> season three was already done by the time Henry Cavill left. What uh, did you call him? Who did you just call him? Gerald? Is that Gerald? Geralt. Or is it's it girl? Or is it Ger- Geralt? Or Geralt? That's how it's pronounced. Geralt. Yeah. Geralt. That's not Geralt. how they, what they say about it. Geralt. Geralt. Yeah. yeah. They say Geralt. Yes. Girl. Gay girl. Girl. Damn it, Mikey. <laughs> Hi, girl. Yas, queen. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a fascinating episode. Um, fuck me. What was I going to say? Um, no. Oh, we started on the scrolls and then we stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and we started uh, on Comic Con and we stopped. <laughs> um, well, because we went off on <laughs> left and right. So, what do you think of uh, Secret Wars, Secret Invasion? We'll get the Secret Wars. It's interesting so far. I mean, it definitely killed off Martin Freeman and Colby Smulders characters already. Uh, their contract's done. Or are they? Yeah, that could be. But, I mean, yes, Maria Hill, you could bring her back. Just give her a long time off, but yeah, gotta, I don't. I don't see them building anything necessarily around her, a show or anything like that beyond. No. So I'm sure she's fine with that because I thought I remember seeing that she even said, "Yeah, that's that's the last you're going to see of me." I wish you'd have seen this this week's. Yeah. I completely forgot about it. There was I. I did too. Yeah. Wednesday night, I totally forgot about it. I don't remember I where said, I was, and I. So I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to watch that. And then I didn't, haven't watched it yet since. We got upstairs and we were in bed. It was like 10.30 or something. I went, shit. Mm. I totally forgot about Secret Invasion. That's like, I gotta get to work at five. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a reference in this week mm. that I wanted to see if you caught yeah. and what you thought about it. Uh, I'll, um, I'll watch it at some because point. this if if you if you're a Marvel fan and you're a Marvel comic fan 
and you were hoping that this was going to be the secret invasion from the comic books, mm. you are completely wrong. Oh, fact, if, you're, if you if you read the comic and you expected that, and you're to me, it's dumb. Right, like it's completely different. You know, they they told. That's just like they told the the reveal is completely different. So, right. yeah, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't do that because it. The reason everybody wanted it done was because you can bring back Natasha, you can bring back young True. Steve, you could bring back, you know, <clears throat> um, Iron Man. Right. You know, you could you could have them there easy enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't do that. First, you're not going to do that in TV series. No. Right. There's no way you're going to have the budget to bring back those three characters. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then you yeah. can bring back Coulson, too. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, nobody dies in right. comic book movies. Right. But you can't, you know, you can't do it. So that's why they told the writers, do not even read the book. It's not, you know, there's no point. Yeah. Doing it this way makes a lot of sense and makes the scrolls even more interesting. Well, it's just another, in a sense, secret society that's living among humans. No different than the, what, the Red Hand Society. Yeah. Or whatever the hell it was in the uh, humans and you know Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah. The uh, I don't remember what the fuck they're called. The Hands of Hope. No, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Something stupid. Hands of Hope. <laughs> it was it was something sounds about like the a, blip. Yeah. Sounds like a homeless shelter. It does. The hands of hope. Or the incels. Oh. <laughs> um what was it? But yeah, you can't. So you can't do that. But I thought it's been very interesting. Um, I don't know. They're not giving you a lot of room, you know, with this as far as within the Marvel universe. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's in a sense a more serious version of you know Agents of Shield to me. Okay. You know? Yeah. Do you, you know what I mean? I didn't watch. Agents of Shield, but I, in a sense, it's self more self contained in a it's a, it's yeah. an in a small area type right spy movie similar to something like James Bond would be, I think, and so it gives that feel in my opinion. Yeah, something like a James Bond movie, but just as a TV series. Um, it's interesting how Sam Jackson's character is now. I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's it's a, it gives. It gives you so much more with Nick Fury that, wow, the blip did affect him. Yeah. The fact that he brought all the Avengers together to stop something like this, mm-hmm. and they weren't able to do it. Right. You know, because he, he blips, remember? And then he comes back. Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. So when he comes mm-hmm. back, you know, it's like, I've been gone five years. When did he come back, though? Like, I'm trying to remember he came where... back with everybody. No, I know, but where did he... Him and uh, come back at Mario, like into, we're in uh, New York. They're in the middle of New York because they both flipped. Like, yeah, uh, they noticed all the helicopters were flying into the building, and so he goes to grab the pager to call Captain Marvel. Yeah, no, I remember. And what, as soon as he calls her, then he flips. Yeah, they're, they're in the middle of like New York somewhere. But when they come back, they're in the middle of New York. Yes, so yeah, yeah. Or we just don't see that, and they're just like, oh, they're back. Yeah, type deal. We hope the people. Well, I mean, we, ne- we never really <laughs> saw them return, like, right? Okay. We've seen in some other movies, we've seen people return. We haven't seen their, I guess, return to the world. Okay. After, 
That's how you introduced the X-Men. They were blipped into existence? No, they they <laughs> were catching people as the blip was the... Oh, like they actually saved a lot of yeah. people. <laughs> where you know, where were you when we were battling Thanos? We were catching all the motherfuckers that were falling from That'd the sky. That'd be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> we are the unseen people that helped yeah. <laughs> stop the planes from falling out of midair. Well, that's what I said You know, you could do is that they've been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, And you've had uh, Professor X and Jean Grey keeping the rest of the world from knowing. But the, and you go back and you show them at the Battle of New York, mm-hmm. helping the Avengers and fighting. You know, like they couldn't keep that facade up while letting everything else go to shit around them. So they had to drop that mm-hmm. facade and then help everything else. And right. Then... But but they wiped everybody's mind, so you don't know. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then you, they were there at the Battle of Thanos. They were there for all of these things. Jeez. You know, fighting the. Yeah. You know. That'd be stupid though. But then, but you never knew. They were. It was just. Our minds with the Avengers, yeah. Else were being so everybody's wiped, wiped. even yeah. even the viewing publics, right? But then you could go, you know, you could go back and you know, say, look, see that that oh, was, Jesus. you know, it would be it'd be interesting, Oy. yeah. But then it's also very contrived. Well, mm. it's an easy out too of like, oh, we've existed oh. the whole time, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't need an origin story for them. Hopefully not. Hopefully they don't bring it. Or how they do that, how yeah. they introduce them, but but yeah, Nick Fury in this is you know in a very very different place, even a very different place than you see him in the Marvels trailer, <laughs> which is very funny because oh yeah, because it's up in Sword, yeah. What's they're calling it? Say the saber the, saber now. I don't. I know. don't recall. Maybe there was a separate unit. But the space one, I don't remember it ever being Saber, but I don't know. Well, I, I stopped reading so for so sword, long ago. They, I think they're saying that Sword is protecting Earth from extraterrestrial activity. Then Saber would be for intergalactic. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. I, but I always thought Sword was intergalactic. Sword. Sword's supposed to replace Shield. Yeah. Because we saw it in uh, one division. Sword was, yeah. Oh. That's who. That's who the military was. Okay. Well, saber apparently is just human scroll aerospace defense system. Okay. Against pr- probably the um, Kree. Kree, yeah. Yeah. And that's it, apparently. But it could be more. I mean, they. Yeah. They could uh, intercept. Uh, God, what the hell is the other? faction out there that's part of the Marvel or the X-Men universe that I can't think of. Um, fuck. I had it until you, I literally, I, I was getting ready to say it, dude. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I can't remember. It's been forever since I've read that shit. Um, I do want to say Shankaran, but it's not. It's uh, the Shi'ar. Yeah, there we go. See, I knew Shank I was there. <laughs> Um, but I mean, there's a dozen other ones. There's the brood. You know, there, I mean, there's just, there's so a many brood different. would be cool. Yeah. But you know, there, there's so many different ones you could use. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they'll get to them. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Ben Affleck was supposed to be on the set of, uh, daredevil three. Nope. Deadpool three. That's not yeah. that up. <laughs> Rumor has it that he's going to reprise his role, uh, as dead as, as, 
Daredevil. Well, that almost sounds like Deadpool kills the old yeah. Marvel quote unquote universe that I existed prior to the MCU existing. Yeah, because it has a huge multiverse element to the movie. Right. So, with Hugh Jackman and it's got well every one of them you know it, it, there's somebody from every one of the movies. previous franchises you know what'd be funny and yeah I don't know if they're around anymore or not but the actors who played the original Marvel movie heroes like Captain America and, oh back in the day like, like Fantastic Luke Four, Four and all that I think he's the only one that's left is he or the Bill, whoever Bill, the guy Bill was Billings that played Thor is uh, I think he's he's passed yeah hmm I don't know. Or even just using those costumes, like those old... Yeah, you could get away with Marvel that. Movie yeah, but, then, but then you're going to go, well, you did it in The Flash. Because you do you care about The Flash? Do either of you care? No. And I don't give a shit about that stupid movie. Okay, so when the premise of it is, you know, Flash goes back in time. Obviously. They're all different bubbles, though, right? That's what I heard. Yes. So, so the two Flashes are running within the you know, Speed Force. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to change back, you know... So you start seeing right to save quote, Nora. Quote, you know, it it becomes crisis for a minute. Right. Okay. You know, because you're you're seeing the different universes starting to merge, mm-hmm. and so you get the original black and white Superman. Um, you know, then you mm. see Christopher Reeve Superman. Right. You see Nicolas Cage Superman. That's what I heard too. Yeah. Which was I thought okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. The yeah. McG the McG universe. Yeah, I thought that was cool because you know it was they basically used the costume test fitting. Yeah, footage mm. for that. That makes sense. I mean, but you know they they imposed it over top of like him flying right. or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was it was cool. You know they did that with uh, you see you know some of the other things you know other universes and stuff like that. And they're all you know coming in. Mm. You know, this was done on the CW Flash, almost the same way. You know, uh, okay, because Flash gets trapped into the Speed Force and becomes evil and tries to stop the other Flash. Mm. Blah blah blah. The funniest yeah. and cool thing at the end was so they get they they quote unquote get the universe back the way it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Although he thinks that Michael Keaton is now Batman, you know, instead of Ben Affleck. Well, when Batman shows up, it's George Clooney. I heard about that, too. I I, I, I even clapped. I even clapped. Because I thought, you know, the only thing they didn't have was Val. And you can't. Well, no, not anymore. But I thought that was, you know, the only way to, even if you put If they wanted to, they could probably use the old footage for Val Kilmer. I, they, might, could, they may yeah. have used it as, you know, just in the Batman costume. Yeah, it could have been the same thing as the Nick Cage one or right. the yeah. Christopher Reeve one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, because he didn't reach for Christopher Reeve's now either. <laughs> uh, if it was Bale, it would be like, oh, you know, that's cool. But they Apparently they've tried, they tried so hard to get Christian Bale to come back to that movie, and he said no, he's like, if Nolan's not doing a Batman movie, I'm not playing Batman ever again. But it's also cool like that you only... leave that out of it because then that is its own separate universe. Yeah. And you, yeah. You just, you know. But, the, you know, to have Clooney there mm. gives him a little bit of redemption. I guess. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or what really sucks to me yeah. is that the movie seems like, like a lot of fun and it's something that I would have wanted to see. But the fact that I don't want to support the movie because I don't want to support Ezra Miller in it, 
so I'm not going to see it. And fun is, really fun is a very it. overstatement to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's because it's so outlandish that it seems like it would be fun. I don't think it was like a going to be an a good movie. Worthy movie, right? You know, but, I heard the key stuff is good. Something, Let's put yeah, it this you way. would have fun. Let's put it this way: um, it was, it was um, good for DC EU, good for a DC EU film. Yeah. I heard the Keaton stuff is pretty good, and that's probably the biggest draw that anybody is going to see that uh, movie what's for. What's her name? Is Supergirl? I yeah, think she she did a wonderful job. Um, the CGI, yes, I know that they said that it was supposed to be like that on purpose, but it just it doesn't look right. Mm. If it's when you know, because when when cars you know they're breaking her out of prison or thing, and she's fighting all these guys and stuff, and she's moving around, mm. it looks like a video game, mm. you know, and. She's not the Flash. She he's not in the you know he's not looking at her through the Speed Force. That, uh, you know she's doing her thing. Yeah. Mm. You if it's if it's his when it's his vision when he's in the Speed Force mm. and he's moving things and things like that, and you want to have messed up graphics there, mm. that's fine because that's you're in a different energy field to right. feel. Yeah. But if it's just normal, you know, hey, you and I are talking and you look like you're on the Polar Express, yeah. you know, I'm over-exaggerating, yeah. but... Yeah. Um, how do we get well, the that's fuck the back big, to One of the biggest gripes mm-hmm. I heard uh, from other people is the CGI and this is just really uh, takes you out of the film because it's just really done poorly. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, it's... It's... Good for DC film. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and I know that they were saying that they changed stuff and that gun came in and shot some stuff. And I'm just like, where? Flag smashers. That's what the group was uh, okay. in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got onto this topic. So we have all these movies that have been out in June and nothing coming out. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we have a few things. We have Haunted Mansion coming out. We have, you know, Oppenheimer and... Barbie. Uh, Barbie and the Marvels uh, isn't in July. Is no, that's, no in, it's in November. That's in yeah? November. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and then I think there's part like, one. Uh, yeah, part one. I think there's one or two things in August, but you know, not like it was in June. No, no, because they usually try and slam it out in the beginning of right. the summer. And as we were saying with Comic Con, <laughs> we were all over the place. Comic Con. That was is, the original start. Yeah. Is not going to be able to have all of these studios there because of the strike and not knowing when. That's how we did it. Uh, it just clicked in my mind because with the strike, they're not knowing when they can go back into production. They're mm-hmm. not going to have anything to show people, you know, or they're going to be able to go, okay, hey, so we're Marvel. Mm-hmm. We got movies. <clears throat> Sometime we don't know when we're going to be able to get them out, but yeah. they're coming. Why not? Hey, look, here's the logo. Yeah. I know you guys have talked about like because they have D23 there's really no reason aside from an extra push in advertising or marketing or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. for them to even be a Comic-Con anymore. So but that, and that's what but see here's the thing. I think that's what Comic-Con is worried about is that eventually like all, all the, the yeah, th- they, studios if things like this keep happening and they realize, Oh wait, we don't have to spend the money. We're still doing the same thing. Right. You know, this isn't really doing anything other than just giving something back to the fans. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're worried about. And it, that's, Oh, the city of San Diego, yeah. I'm sure is 
yeah. freaked out because it's tons of money into. Oh, totally. Uh, and without a doubt, you have every re- right and reason to feel that way. Um, I just don't yeah. know if they would ever completely pull out of it because it's become such a icon. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a great way to give, maybe not have the panels necessarily, you know. What, the, uh, like the Hall H panels? Yeah, or mm. because all that is, that, that truly is just fan service. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's just allowing uh, you to go in there. Mm. Hey, I'm going to show you something that no one's going to get to see for the next six, seven months. Mm. Don't show people. <laughs> well, yeah. It'd be most cool. Of it cle- most of it leaks, but, yeah. You know, uh, it'd be cool to sort of like leave all that stuff and just push it out towards like, say, pet Padres are out of town and put it all into Petco. Yeah, and that's your that's hall age. That's your hall age. That's your ballroom twenty. So yeah, and it's more uh, picked at like in terms of like um, can't think of uh, cherry picked of what you actually right. have in terms of panels there anymore. Yeah. So well, it's also like um, I don't know. I don't know if it was E3 or some video game thing that just recently happened. A lot of people are like, well, we're upset because all these companies are out here and all they're telling us is, hey, look, here's the logo for this new game that you wanted to see stuff for, but we don't have anything ready for it to show you, but Mm -hmm. it's coming out. And they're all just pissed off because they're like, oh, we... We spend all this time and money and everything to come to these conventions, and they say they're going to show us something. And you don't and have anything. Ultimately, it's just like somebody's telling us what's going to happen in the game. True. And they're just going to show the logo. So it's like, what's the point? Why not just wait until you have something to show right. in order to you know have that for a convention? Well, and but, I totally agree with that. I mean, E3 is dead. Gone. Yeah. South by mm. Southwest is gone. What? I think so. I'm pretty sure. One of the, one of the Texas ones is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, like for what movies or because South by Southwest is mainly music and they have movies too. Or well, but one of one of the one of the cons that's in Texas mm-hmm. is gone, and it's one you know either South by Southwest or one of the like a comic book or um more of hmm. a lot of you know it's like a lot of different things. Um, but you know. It's hard. It's very hard to say. I you because know, there's still Marvel and all these companies are still having things on the floor. The only I think the only one that's not going to be on the floor anymore is Sideshow. I think they're they're not doing it anymore, or they're or they're making it smaller. Um. Well, yeah, because you can't get your crap there. So Beth, Beth said she was looking at like she didn't see Lounge Fly there this year. Mm. You know, if, if you're starting to lose things from the floor, that's not necessarily like big, big. Yes, yeah. I mean like even I mean, big, flies you know, big. If but. Lucasfilm decides we're not going to be on the floor anymore, well, yeah. then you've sort of lost your fan. You, right. I mean, for especially for Lucasfilm, they're there to cater to the fans, regardless of whether they have anything to put out or not. It's just always Star right. Wars. Okay. So Mar- if, you know the big Marvel thing. If we you know. We're not going to have that. Anymore. Yeah, if Marvel's platform isn't there. Yeah, we're just we're not coming anymore. Mm. You know, the DC isn't there this year as well, right? But I, I, the I, they still have on the floor. That's different than doing a you know a, a panel. No, I thought they didn't. They weren't having a booth this year. Mm, who? DC. Um. 
I don't know. I haven't heard. Uh, I thought when you when you sent that thing about a bunch of the pulling out and everything, I thought there's some mention in it not having a booth this year, but uh, I could be wrong. No, because that wasn't because that, they that weren't wasn't there. Wonder that wasn't about booths. No, yeah, it was pulling about pulling out, yeah. not having a baby this year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I literally looked at you for a second, like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> uh, no, no, that was just about panels. Okay, I, like yeah, WonderCon, because you were talking about Hall H. DC whatever. wasn't there, right? DC pulled out of WonderCon completely. Like, there was no booth for DC there. Right. So I'm wondering if they're doing the same for Comic-Con then, too. I don't think... I, I think they're still having somewhat of a... You know, cause They'll be back when the gun universe starts back up, I'd say. I think so, yeah. No, I think it's just that we don't have, have much of anything. But it's most of the DC booth is not about... Movies? Movies. That's all done at the Warner Brothers. The DC is DC Comics. True. They always have the creators there. They have writers. Sometimes I'm trying the, to remember that. Sometimes they'll put the, the movie costumes, you know, like they did with Batman and stuff inside. The, in, yeah, like the costumes and the toys and stuff that they're coming out with are there usually, but it's not much of anything else, you know, to show showcase anything coming up or whatnot. Usually whenever the costumes were there, whatever movie just came out or right. was coming out. That's what out. I mean, but the booth is not centralized around the movies. So there's no point, you know, it's it's about everything else. I thought I remember you got uh, you and Chris saying that even like Dark Horse isn't there or whatever. Or, Dark or Horse no. was there. Dark Horse was there? Um, no. I was trying to bring up the exhibit hall. Or Torpedo's not there. Torpedo, they they had like single, you know, their their booth is not like what it used to be. Mm. Well, right. Um, but yeah, no, it's it. I it's oh shit. I don't know what I was gonna say. Um, it there's there's a lot there's a lot of things that aren't going to be there, but it's there's still. Mm. Um, there's still a lot going on. Oh, I like it. They did this. They separated the map. Oh, so it looks like Funko moved um, over, you know, to or towards Hall A a little bit, where it used to be, you know, Bandai moved up. Um, wait, that's not that's WonderCon. That, look, that's a, that, that was the look, damn map for the stupid thing. I thought that looked re- weird. This is fascinating radio right now. Um, they used to the map is supposed to be out. Should be there. It is. Uh, it's still exactly the same. Star Wars is in the same place. IDW is in the same place. Dark Horse is in the same place. Marvel's in the same place. DC. Uh, they have something over by where Warner Brothers is that they moved instead of being right there where. Sideshow was. I didn't see Sideshow now. But yeah, it's pretty, it's it's, it's the same thing. Because there is no mm-hmm. Sideshow, period. Yeah. I think even Sebastian said Sideshow's right. not going to be there. Yeah, there is no Sideshow on there. Funko, you know, is where it always been. It's been in the corner. Hasbro, Star Wars. It's all, it's all the same. It, 
doesn't look like anyone. The only thing that might have that golden is, that golden silver is so much smaller than it used to be. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, you don't have you don't have the big Warner Brothers booth anymore, or you don't have the big you know Hawk, uh, Walking Dead set up and things like that. Mm. Those are gone. You know the AMC. Yeah, I figured Walking Dead would probably have something because they just have two new shows that are um, getting ready to come out. Well, I, I think it's because. Walking Dead has the outside exhibit mm. you know, that they always do. So they use that. Yeah, but I think of, AMC indoor is probably going to have something, even if it's probably small, because it's really the major cash cow for AMC is Walking Dead. So It's going to be super yeah, small because they're not even shown her. here. Yeah, AMC is not even yeah. on here. Yeah, they're not even like a big logo. Oh, okay. Unless it's... Unless it's... Because they have... Uh, what are, the Dead City and whatever Daryl's show is now. I'm shipwrecked so, on a, or I'm stranded on a boat. I'm on a boat. On an island or something. He's like on an island or something like that. When they showed he was on a, he's, he's hanging onto a, like a, a raft or something upside down. Yeah. Well, I mean, he eventually makes it to some land because he finds like a tape recorder and he's documenting everything as he's the only person that you see, you know, like it, it seems like it's abandoned or something like that. I milk that cash cow. Um, there is something different there. You have um, right there by Blizzard. Mm-hmm. It says exhibitor tables. Are those supposed mm-hmm. to be? Well, I guess that's still the same thing. This is a, roughly, yeah. Because yeah. they the always had to selling random stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. People are worried about Comic Con, and I think. People are worried about, they're forgetting that there's a difference between the exhibit hall and panels. It'd be nice if the fact of they're so, if Comic-Con itself is sort of worried, it'd be awesome if they dropped the price of it. Yeah. But I don't think they, that'll ever happen I don't again. Think that'll happen. No. Especially, I mean, they're, you know, nonprofit. True, so, regardless, so, but so name. they say. Yeah, yeah. in name. Um, Everything's for fucking profit. Right. Uh, Eek a little bit out. It's just you. Know, you won't have you won't have the people. What worries me the most is you won't have the people out there in line for Hall H, which means that the floor is even more packed. Yeah, true. Yeah, or, so, yeah, that's true. Because if there's no one there and they can't do panels like that, the one thing I wish they would do is I wish they'd move the Hasbro panel for Star Wars mm. into a larger room. That room has now gotten way too crowded. They could. They could put it into 20. Yeah. or you Especially know, even, na- at least this it, year, just to see it. CDF or AB, whatever, you know. What room is it in? It's in. It's always in the corner one uh, up on the uh, second floor mm. all the way at the end. Oh. It's like 9B or something. Oh. It's yeah, just, that's small. It's mm-hmm. so small. Yeah, they should, bo- they put, they should put it in the Marvel comic uh, one. Right. Yeah. Um, but Star Wars, you know, the, I, you would not be able to do your your Yu Gi Oh movies and stuff like that because, you know, Star Wars would be basically from on Fridays from right. nine until five. I think they have stuff going on. Then put that crap in twenty. Put yeah, leave that stuff there. Put your you know your big, actually, and you could actually even combine it. You put your your publishing there. Mm-hmm. You know, your go right into Hasbro and then. Uh, what Star Wars Day? Yeah. Oh, I was just saying the anime, but 
No, no, all the all the, the little stuff like you know the five hundred first gets there, mm. you know the room and does, has a little panel about their stuff or yeah. some of these other smaller ones. You know, you leave those there. Yeah. You do the bigger, you know, the big ones yeah. in the other room because I think well, no, because Mattel doesn't do one for um, the WWE figures. No, they do, don't they, Ethan? Does Mattel host the WWE uh, panel that's there usually? You know, the yep. one you, you dressed up as a macho, or macho Man? Yep. So they go over all the figures and yeah. anything. And that panel is in BCF or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one's a bigger room, too. That's what, that's what I'm saying, is that they need to move the Hasbro panel to something like that. You know, because to me, Hasbro Star Wars is bigger than, well, it's about the same as WWE. Probably. You know, the fan base is still there. Well, but the, well, the big thing is the big draw to the, the to the Mattel panel mm. is they have the wrestlers up there on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty much hosting the panel and and talking about it. And you'll get one little guy, one real little guy mm. sitting there who's you know the marketing person for for Mattel, and mm. he's the one talking. Yeah. Usually, you know, the moderator is just someone that's you know well known, and then. <laughs> They have like one or two of the designers of the figures, and then they'll usually have three or four of the wrestlers show up throughout the panel. And that's all anyone cares about there, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, Comic Con's coming up. It's really sad because everybody's gone. Yeah. Speaking of speaking yeah. of you know pulling things out, you know, our whole group that used to go is now down to me, Beth, and Arabella. Mm-hmm. And even Beth and Arabella are like, uh, you know, we're going to be at the pool. Well, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, you, you know, know we all... standing there running around. Hello? Hello, well, friends? I think, you know, when we we all went, it was more of, you know, I don't know. Maybe I can't speak for Chris. I don't know what his thought process was on it. But for me, it was like it was our yearly vacation trip with all our friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's so not for how me, it wasn't. It yeah, for so for me, it wasn't more about like, oh, I want to go to Comic Con because I'm interested in seeing you know the new stuff or whatever. I was like, well, no, it's something I can go out with my friends and we just you know hang out in somewhere different than when we normally do. Right. But it was you know it was always like you know that's why I, I didn't really care for much on the panels or anything, and I just walk around with the the exhibit halls and stuff like that. So I would be like, oh, I can be finished in a day or two because I've seen everything in a day or two. But, you know, um, now, you know, this is, I think, the first year that we were able to go that I'm just kind of like, well, do I really miss that? Or is it just like missing the opportunity to have that summer vacation with, you know, with my friends? And I think that's what and I miss more about it than I do the actual con itself. <laughs> wow, Ethan, thanks for making me feel like an asshole. <laughs> Jeez, wait but, a uh, but yeah. So. Well, when like when Chris and I started going, it was mm-hmm. for the most part about Comic Con and self. Yeah. Like we had right. common well, interests and back then too. Because when you guys went, it was more about the comics rather than the whole. Right. Culture thing. Oh yeah, yeah, it was about comics, finding shit, like buying a whole bunch of crap, going to the panels mm-hmm. and stuff. And we were doing the same thing, going to the same panels and doing all that crap together. Eventually, though, we did like a couple of years in or whatever. We started 
to go to different panels because I'm like, well, I want to do this panel. Right. Mm-hmm. And we started doing that. And then every then we all started going and it became a more, oh yeah, it, we're all into this stuff. We all walk around. We all do different, but we all do different panels roughly, but we still got together to walk around, mm-hmm. buy shit, look at shit, go out and eat and enjoy the... Talking about the way you and Chris, you know, started, you mm. start doing everything together and everything. Even that, when we would start, you know, as we a all whole started group. together eating and you know, making sure we were at the same time for things. Mm. But as we all started to branch out to having different things or different interests, interests, yeah, yeah. Comic Con still, it was you know we see you when we see you, right? Because yeah. I I wouldn't necessarily like. Well, I'm not gonna not go see a panel because one person's hungry right? and, or everybody else is hungry and all that. I'm not going to miss that just because of that. I right. get that, but tough shit yeah. <laughs> type deal. Yeah, right. And it, it's not a matter of like, Oh, I don't want to hang out with you, but, uh, I spent a lot of money for this. Yeah. Also, it, it is also my vacation, not necessarily a collaborative vacation necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, Exactly, uh, and I was the first one to bail on it because I was like, <laughs> "I've done this enough; it's all the same." Yeah. And I'm like, "I want to go spend my money somewhere else." So, well, even like we remember, you would come maybe for like a day or two, right? Like, you know, hey, I yeah. remember there's times where you just show up for like that Saturday Sunday of it. Yeah, even, even purchasing things at there got you know dwindled out. Well, yeah, the, the, we've, mean, it used to be we were getting like you know thirty trades. Oh, and, we got shit ton of yeah. trades and a bunch of stuff, yeah. and it kept on dwindling because. But the amount we were of, like we don't have space for this. Well, <laughs> not well. That didn't really come until way later, and still, some of us haven't wait, wait, wait. realized say, that only fucking. One of us here that does not have it did not have a storage unit. And true, mm. that is true. But it the selection though started to dwindle and it was all the same shit because the amount of booths were being utilized by the same company. So, and some of these booths were, some of these companies were growing their booths, right? So that dwindles the product and they're like, all right, well, I guess I'm not spending as much, but even now we, over the last, since, well, COVID knocked out a lot of vendors too, right? Because I don't, you know, the guy's, we know the torpedo went down. <laughs> Pun intended. Mile high. Well, they just left because they left before the Comic Con or uh, before oh, they that went in too, didn't they? Well, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I know they they left prior to the pandemic because they were. Well, well they. Can't I don't remember them. why. Yeah, there was there was like a year or two before the pandemic. Yeah, they weren't getting their money's worth, and right. they didn't like something. I don't remember what the fuck it well, was. They but. had all kinds of issues. Yeah. Anyway. They, they, I remember they were the ones that made some sort of comment that are like, people are not spending money on comics anymore. Right. And blah, blah, blah. So, so why are, should we be here or something like Right, because they brought a shit ton of stuff. So And then they didn't yeah. discount it until the last day. Right. Remember, Which, they didn't even discount it. They yeah. were one of the groups that didn't discount anything. They were only just no, they did. They did select stuff towards the end. Yeah. Which uh, I get, but if you're trying to sell off your excess wares that has been right. sitting at your shelves in your own warehouses. Yeah. Why aren't you doing it the whole week? Right. Well, that's where, uh, one of the companies I was talking to, it might've been sideshow before Sergio, before, mm. uh, 
Sebastian was there. Mm. I was talking to him. They're like, look, we don't like bringing product down here because we have to take it back. Mm -hmm. So if we can sell off everything at the end of it, you know, sure. Yeah, but they never offered any discounts. You know, some of the, some of those smaller guys got, or gets a desperate, just tell me what price you want. Yeah. But they don't, you know, unfortunately none of those are still around, you know, because of pandemic or mm. prices of things now. You right. Know? We know that well, you have those guys that are willing to make a deal, but then you also have the guys that are like, well, I know what I have, so it's worth this much. And I don't want to give any kind of discount, even though, you know, you have one person interested, but like, ah, I'm willing to pay $50 less for it. No, no, no. It's worth a hundred dollars more, but I'm giving it to you at this price, you know, or something like that. Now oh. you mentioned Mike, you, you know, maybe they should drop their prices. Hmm. I can't see them dropping the prices of admission. Mm. I could see them dropping the prices of a table to get. Oh, just to get other vendors. Yeah. Like, oh, this is your chance because we need people to fill the slots, the empty slots. I can see that. Because until the general public realizes what, you know, we realized to a degree is that there's nothing there. It's good. It's the same stuff there. Yeah. But even the. Artist Alley, I got tired. I'm like I've oh, seen right. all these artists. I'm like, it doesn't it, because it's very re- five shows a year. Well, they're very regional, also. Right. Like some artists don't move out of a northeastern or right. a southwestern or whatever. So it, because it's it's costly to travel with all your mm-hmm. prints and all that excess crap. So is Comic Con dead? Yes, is it on it's, its dead. lifeline. It's gone. This I is mean, last year. It, I'm being serious. <laughs> no, I know. Do you think it, it's it need to be put on? You know, no, it'll it could pair it could I, it could pair down. I kind of feel like maybe they should go towards something like a celebration, where it's every two years rather than every year. Isn't celebration every year? Every two years, you know, you'll still get the big companies come back because they want to promote. You know, but in the years in between, they can have their own little uh, yeah. But announcement ce- celebrations different. And stuff. Celebrations completely different because it's never in the, in the same, same place, place twice. You know, at least not in, in a, a row. row. And mm. you know, a lot of them have been yearly. And now you know this. One, I think this is the first one they're going. The first one in a while that they're you know going to Japan, and they've never put on a, a show in Japan. So I think that's maybe why they're skipping a year. Also, the fact that there's nothing no really to talk about right been now. Every every no. other year, hasn't it? No, that's D D twenty three. Oh, then that's what I mean. Then, so it should be. I mean, to my in my opinion, you know, the way that it's going now is to cut the cost for the organizers. Because it seems like you know you're not getting a bunch of the big studios that are going to pay the majority of what your fees are covering um, as far as like the SDCC um, organizers go, maybe to cut it back and do it where it's every other year. And then that way you'll get those big vendors return because again, it's, you know, a big convention. And then two, you don't, for one year, you don't have to worry about the cost of running a whole convention. I could see because SDCC only does San Diego, 
and WonderCon. They don't have any others, right? Correct. Still, mm-hmm. I could see them bouncing every other year. Like this year, it was WonderCon. Next year, San Diego. That would make the WonderCon following year bigger. WonderCon. Well, regardless of whether it's well, you could mm-hmm. yes, but it it allows those vendors and those artists to be like, okay, well, there's only one. Do I choose to do WonderCon? Do I choose to do San Diego? I can do it now, both of them, each individual year. So, But you also have to remember, we're talking about this within a strike. Right. Hollywood, oh, I get that. Hollywood's not dropping Comic-Con. No, I know. You know, that's what a lot of people are afraid. But I feel like this Because they don't be understand the, or know that there's a strike going on. Right. But I feel like this could be the start of it dwindling. You can restructure because it. Because if you think about it, after COVID, you know, if this, if, you know, conventions aren't as strong as they were before COVID. And I think it's because people had those two years to kind of reflect where, you know, I don't really need to, you know, travel and spend this much, you know, to go to a convention especially if the convention is not offering anything. Now the year after these conventions started opening up and you see, you know, you know, there's not much to offer. I think what in 2022 and we went to WonderCon and we went through it in one day and we were just kind of like, there's nothing here. There's a, what's the point of really coming to these now? And we didn't spend any money pretty much, you know, other than I guess maybe a, a lot less than what we normally do. I don't remember buying anything for WonderCon that year that we went, but it's just, you know, I feel like that pause kind of gave people time to reflect and it took the excitement out of the conventions away. Whereas, you know, if, if it does slow down, people are going to slowly realize, Hey, maybe I don't really need to go to these conventions, especially to you'll see a lot of them. Yeah. Especially to that service, the Southern California area. Yeah. They're not that far away from each other. So, and they're not that far away in terms of time frame either from each other. So why in my eyes have them both in the same year? Sorry. No, no, you're good. I'm, I'm reading about the floor. So there's over floors. What we walk on. There's over 550 exhibitors, 900. If you count all areas for this year, and that means comic books, you know, merchandise, video games, okay. television, film, things like that. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. For comics, you'll have Boom, IDW, Image, Marvel, um, Omni Press, and the return of Dark Horse. Yeah, I think I, I thought I remember hearing you guys before when right. they weren't there like last year or whatever. Yeah, and then DC will have its own booth for the first time since 2017 at Comic Con. So, but there will not be a Warner Brothers booth. Um, for the big studios, there's Marvel and Lucasfilm. Warner Brothers won't have a presence on the floor this year. TV, Disney TV Studios, Nickelodeon, Paramount Plus. There'll also be a Doctor Who booth, as similar as last year, AMC, Stars, and RMIA on the floor. Unfortunately, this year, we've added Netflix to the list. So Netflix, Stars, and AMC won't be on the floor. Hmm. Um, there's the Hero Click booths, the Mondo. Da, da, da. I can see some of those booths doing every other year, also. I can see that. They're like, why are we doing this every year? Like, let's just do, let, let's, as a business model, let's choose our cons that we go to. Yeah. Lego still got yeah. its big presence. Especially on if the you floor. have so many, 
so many of these companies that have years in between programming, you know, like I was just thinking about it the other day is like, um, there's shows that haven't been on the air for a year that are like, Oh yeah, we're coming back, you know, in the summer. It's like, Oh, well your first season of this show was January of last year. So it's been over a year since the last time we've seen anything for this show. Um, so you have such a delay in between the shows coming out. Why wouldn't they, you know, skip a, skip a year and then come back every other year or something like that to, you know, and now all their shows coming up, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. It, well, it makes sense yeah. or not. Even as fans. Because, you know, everything is being through streaming nowadays for the most part. So the way that they've been announcing and releasing stuff is, you know, technically about a year in between. So, yeah. I don't know. In my eyes as a fan, it, it would give you a little bit more to look forward to if it, if there's a little bit mm-hmm. more of a, uh, a break. Uh, yeah. A break. It makes it more special. Right. You know? Yeah. But I don't know. Cause even, even here in, in Texas, mm-hmm. um, the, I've been here what a couple months now mm-hmm. and there's already been two or three conventions Jeez. that have gone on. Comic book uh, conventions? Yeah. Like in Texas, so the state, the, or just Houston? The state. Oh, okay. So but like I mean, San Antonio, I mean, Austin, and all that. Smaller, yeah, they're smaller ones. Yeah. Like in the end of May, there's the Comic Palooza, and then I think in August, there's going to be the Anime Mitsuri, which is, you know, another smaller one. Right, but it's also specialty to anime. But there's a few, yeah, there's a few others that were all over... Mm-hmm. Out in like near Dallas and Waco and yeah, stuff like that. So I mean, even just in this region, there's a lot, you know. And and I mean, granted, they they seem like they're considerably smaller, obviously, but mm-hmm. it's still, you know, there's a fatigue to it because if you're going to plan on going to all of them, oh yeah, you're just like oh, within the the span of two or three months, you're like con a, oh, con a month, six of them. <laughs> Yeah, there's like the six of them. I was like, why am I, why am I going to that many within that small time frame? Even though they're smaller ones, right? So, and, I, and and a lot of the people that used to go to cons a lot, you know, I feel like only went because they wanted to cosplay and meet up with their friends. They weren't really going for any information given at True. the con. You know, yeah, it was just more of like, oh, let's spend a weekend to party with each other, or, you know, and dress up. Yeah, it's all net, networking also with that aspect. Mm-hmm. There is still, yeah. There's I still get that. Stuff. Well, regardless of the industry stuff, it's the networking of the cosplayers. All right, crap, but, but there's also you can, you know. But the, if if you are into the industry and you want to get into it, yes, that's yeah. a big there's plus. The, you know, there's always, you know, the the small press and where you, mm-hmm. you even have the publications and stuff where, you know, you can go pick up a novel or something. And, yeah. You know, there's still... Plenty. There's to some do. aspects still of it. So much to do outside too. I I can I can honestly tell you I can tell you half of the stuff that goes on outside because oh. I'm never there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that's so, if you want to be with a whole bunch of people for the most part and all that stuff outside. Right. So, but here's the thing: without having those panels with Paul, the Hall H, mm. and only so many times you can walk the floor. 
Well, gas those, lamp is going to be those. Yeah, yeah, those outside things are going to be yep. really big. You know, you always have very always that big Adult Swim one, and you mm. know, uh, FX has one out there. You know, you have the Walking Dead sure. one, and there's usually some type of Game of Thrones one or something. Mm. You know, there's plenty to do. Yeah, you know, it's not well, like there's still a lot to do. Yeah, and, you know, I, I honestly, I just think we're in a fluke right now for Comic Con. Right, I don't, you know, I don't it's, think it's really going to change. Pass. And oh, yeah. when it passes, you're going. It's going to be an explosion because now you're going to have 30 DC films and 30 Marvel films, right. and Star Wars, and you know, there's just going to be too much to show it at their individual cons. Why not bring it to the big one? Yeah, no, I got you. you no. Know? Yeah. All right. So on that note, unless somebody's got something else, we're going to wrap things up. No. Nope. No. Nothing. All right, well, you know the usual places to check us out. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> for, our, for, 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 for Mike and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next time.